when my opinion is stated, I always ask, what is, how do you feel? How do you think? What is your thought process? What is your thought on this? What is, how do you feel? What do you believe? Right. Get that conversation started. If you get that conversation started with, it doesn't matter who, you know, Mm -hmm. it can be a beautiful conversation where one person believes this. I believe that. And it's very divided, but you know what? Shake hands. What a great conversation is what I always will say. It is time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. Conscience. Because that is how it works. This is the beginning. It is not the finale. And that's why we're here. And that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. Welcome back to the second hour of Public Access America. It might be still the first episode of Adam Has a Beard. We don't know. It's a crossover, and we do whatever the fuck we want with it. Welcome back to part two. Part Part two. two. I love it. So somebody had said something to me that's sticking in my head, and you were bringing it up. We've been talking about it the whole first hour, and that was there's in history... There's two ways to accomplish your goals, domination or unification. And domination mm-hmm. has always been the mindset. Always. Right. Yeah. And like it goes right down. You were talking about it with Trail Skateboard Shop, where it's like another group came in and they were like, we love what she's doing. That's unification. And it 100%. made me think like companies that knock down other companies and belittle other companies that are competition for them, they dilute and diminish their stuff too right Mm, like you can't say adam's podcast sucks podcast sucks so you shouldn't listen to adam but listen to my podcast i have a great podcast that doesn't make sense right so but domination is a mindset that i think we have on a personal level even when it comes to our opinions like i have an opinion you have an opinion now which one is dominant and that's Mm -hmm. not the way it is right yeah what we should be doing what we should be doing is saying that's your idea this is my idea how do we make that like a, like a mixed baby of beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what your show does, Adam has a beard, and my show, Public Access America, Inspirations Beyond Disabilities too, and um, Kai from Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe is a great podcast, you know that they do. We just did episode sixty nine. You could, it just came out last Tuesday, and we. I don't know. I can't remember. It was like two <laughs> hours. It was a midnight recording at two hours. And oh, they, damn. They're just great people. And I think all of these shows, what they have in common is just rhetoric can't stand up to the conversation. You know, you can't jump mm-hmm. in and go, no, pink. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have to listen to us. And we don't, I just posted it on Twitter. We don't tell you what to think. We tell each other what we think and we let you listen. And I think that's really important because 
we don't we don't talk political we talk about political things but we talk about them as humans like the mm -hmm. way they were meant to be i like to think like we go to the swamp and we pull out topics that matter and drag them back to our campfire and then we all sit around like cavemen and talk about it you know 100 man 100 <laughs> I, I think that domination mindset is is something that we've always grown up with because we yeah. see it we see it in the grade schools i remember when i was coming up in grade school it was always they got it they mm -hmm. did it. They always did. And they always just thought the rest of us who didn't understand what's going on right. were just swept to the side. And I think that's why my political views and all my all, all that that should have been taught back then are just very diminished. It's because I didn't have that dominant. I didn't have that dom domination mindset. Right. You know? I never had anybody in my life that was a dominant person. Nobody ever told me what to do. Yeah. Right. Know? So I find it weird that people insist that I do what they say, <laughs> yeah, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, by the way, you know, yeah, or an yeah. independent Bernie Sanders. I'll question him just as much as AOC, just as much as Ted Cruz. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 They're, I think they're it, politicians. It's not left, right. It's up, down. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the edge that we got uh, for me is, you know, being a musician where you think for yourself. Yeah. You know, think for yourself. You know, this is my opinion, like you said. And I always make sure that when my opinion is stated, I always ask, what is, how do you feel? How do I, you think? What is your thought process? What is your thought on this? What is, how do you feel? What do you believe? Right. You know, get that conversation started. If you get that conversation started with, it doesn't matter who, you know, mm -hmm. it can be a beautiful conversation where one person believes this. I believe that. And it's very, very divided. But you know what? Shake hands. What a great conversation is what I always will say. If you can't have a long enough conversation where it stays divided, though, you know what I mean? I don't believe it. I think that once people realize where other people are coming from on a human level mm -hmm. and like they're not, I believe people have issues and problems. I think they're not talking about them in the right terms. They're not using the right definitions of things, right? Like right. Antifa is anti-fascism. So if you say anti-fascism is ruining America, you can't say that because that's what we fought in World War II, right? But mm -hmm. what you can say is that there's radical people that believe in fascism as a problem, and they are seeing it where it isn't, and they're fighting where it isn't. Or mm -hmm. maybe they're fighting where it is. I don't know. Like, I don't follow fascism. <laughs> Me <laughs> but, it's not, but when you say anti-fascism is a problem, that's silly that's silly that's like saying the catholic church is a problem because a protestant once hit me with a shoe you know it's like you got to get your terms right um gotcha, critical man. critical race theory is taught in law schools at harvard but making people feel bad for what their ancestors did is a real thing that should be discussed right and 100%. you shouldn't you should you i wouldn't shame somebody I would talk to them first, right? right? But if you're going up to a white person in Virginia and saying, you're the reason my ancestor was a slave, that white person is automatically going to be like, fuck you too. Like, <laughs> you know? And they have and, a right to. And you know? like, yeah, they feel white people feel like they're losing their grip on power and they're, they are losing their grip on the majority. And what they see is other people getting what they haven't been getting for a while. Like they, White people ate at the buffet first. We were the first wedding table called, right? And now we finished our meals and we're watching 
the last table, table 19, get their food. And we're like, what the fuck? I want food. Yeah, you'll get there. You're the next table. Like, you know? <laughs> but, but white boy people, they just people they're being told that things are being stolen from them and they need to fight to get them back. You don't need to fight to get them back. It's just other people getting something. And it's that dominant view that says Adam can't have it unless I have more than I want. That's the right. issue. There's enough for all of us. Mm-hmm. There is, man. Share. There is. Learn to share, man. I mean, that that lesson was uh you don't even have to share. You're going to, I'm going to keep getting everything I have always gotten. Right. And now Adam's going to get as much as I get. Ah. That's cool. That's cool. That's not less for me. No, right. That's right. That's actually more for me because now I can hang out with Adam and I don't feel bad that he's an equal now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're here. We're not here to take over. We're here to take part or, or wait, take the part. other way around. I like that. No, I like that. We're not here to take over. We're here to take part. I love that. I want to be present, man. I want to be relevant by by helping yeah. somebody else. I want to promote people. I want to make sure that right. people know that they have a place. Even like I think I saw something that, that and I'm going to butcher this, man. But uh, just because we're not friends anymore doesn't mean I don't I don't want you to succeed. It just means yeah. that you know we've moved on. We've grown apart. You know what I mean? Right. And so these people who don't sit at my table and eat with me. That's cool. I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm on a different path than you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's that a people... long, it's a long reception, right? We're going to be dancing later on. Maybe, maybe, or maybe, or maybe it's time for me to leave. I'll dip out. You know that that right. famous that famous Gonzalez dip. I'm like, oh man, hey, uh, there's entirely too many people here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't say yeah. goodbye to all of them. See ya. <laughs> I think the problem with America is like, you know, the wedding has the main table yeah. i think that's where all the politicians are sitting who got served right. and didn't have to go through the buffet and they're sitting there pointing to table one that table 19's eating and that's wrong <laughs> like, nah. you know, like, like they're the ones yeah. saying oh they're getting something you didn't no they're yeah. not i had it i had it 10 20 30 50 100 years ago <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm happy they're getting food you know because now yeah. i can go back in line yeah, no, it's yeah. my turn to eat again. Second plate, second coffee, oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a good day! It's a it's a nice day, dude. I I like I like being able to sit down and talk with you, man. You know, hell yeah. And I'm glad that you know that I can call you and get you to come onto the show when I don't have a a, a guest a guest host, which is have absolutely the the biggest problem for me right now. I can't find oh. anybody to to guest host. We're and a network. It, we should always have somebody. That's that was always my goal was a rotation of perspectives going through four or five shows, you know. That would be phenomenal. I need to get can into you, that rotation. Can you, ima- <laughs> can you imagine if we were able to create like a podcast in Texas in this time? You know mm, what I mean? With yeah. everything going on in Texas, if we had, had been able to have like a podcast in Texas Holy and shit. get those perspectives. Holy that would shit. have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Holy Sorry. shit. But yeah, no, it's supposed to. I I really was always hoping one day that like Kai would be on Adam is a beard or Joffrey would be on Inspirations Beyond Disabilities mm-hmm. or you would be on Public Access America. That's what mm-hmm. I by the way, why does you why does why does our food taste like death is one of our most popular episodes right now. Oh, and that shit. was that, that was about the farm workers that you and Jeffrey were on. That's I, the, that, those are the accomplishments that make me so happy when mm-hmm. I do that or when I do child sex, sexual abuse awareness and mm-hmm. like it's popular all around the world. Like when I think 
nobody's gonna like this like i'm gonna get shit on for this and then people listen to it i love that so thank yeah. you duffy but that food episode why does your food taste like death mm. i love that that was one of my favorite episodes that was a good conversation man and i think that it was it was one of those uncomfortable conversations that all if it wasn't talked about someone else yeah. is going to talk about it and your perspective or your opinion or my opinion or jeffrey's opinion would not have been conveyed and i think right. that, that the platform that you gave us to talk about that was phenomenal i think that yeah it's something that's relevant it still is relevant man i mean it shouldn't be just like oh hey yeah uh, okay well we talked about it now nah, we'll forget about it now no right. it's still an issue still yeah. an issue you know like like the indigenous women that are missing that nobody Man. finds still an issue you know what i mean still an issue yeah what was that band i sent you fuck snotty uh, res kids snotty yeah. kids. <laughs> something like that I'm, i'll put it in there because yes. those kids i heard those kids in a podcast and they were like we're native it's in everything we do and yeah. I was just, I sent that to you because I was like, man, I would love to be on Adam as a beard with these guys talking music and yeah. indigenous rights. And you know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah. Because yeah, those kids, yeah. I love youth because they're just like, this is who I am. And it's a part of culture. Like, yep. Yeah. It's like looking at a rubber ball and seeing one point and that's them. And they're like, we're part of this. We go to the core of yeah. America. And Hell they yeah. said something that's really important for me. I, it's something I say, and I never knew indigenous people said it. And it was like, hey, there are hosts. We're their guests still. And we need to remember that and treat them with respect because mm. that's the way they see it. Indigenous people are like, you're still our guests here. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent, you know. And there's really never going to be a full resolution of that. Mm. I don't, it's uh, It's going to be, it's It's here. It's it, uh, the statement that I'd like to use now that I've heard always is, this is how it's always been. Yeah, Has it though? No. Has it though? <laughs> um, it's you been know? this way for 150 years. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's not always been this way. No. We have not always been here. No. I know for a fact that my family hasn't always been here. You know right. what I mean? But, you know? but, but that's the thing. Your family has always been here. Just because some somebody put a line in the earth doesn't mean that from Mexico to Alaska isn't America. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mm -hmm. what I want people to understand. Like 5,000 years ago, somebody from Peru walked up to America and sat down and built a campfire. Like, and then so, like 150 years ago, that same guy walked up here and somebody stood there and said, no, leave. Uh -huh. You know, like California was part of, um, still Mexico. Texas still. was still part of Mexico, like 160 years ago. Yes. And white, white people weren't even a race 400 years ago, 450 right. years ago. They weren't, they were Polish. They were Swedish. They were, you know, Spaniards. Um, Bulgarian, <laughs> but then all of a sudden we started trading black people around the globe and oh. we had to be like, oh, we're white. No, take the black ones because we're white. You know? oh, <laughs> my God, so, dude. Well, you, yeah. you, you can't even be proud like to be white because you weren't a nationality. Like, And right. no offense, Adam, Mexican wasn't a nationality like hundreds of years ago. It was no. Mayan. It was Aztec. It was yeah. like the yeah. Incas. Yeah. And it was people from Panama coming up to Mexico. It was people from the United States going down to Mexico. Like yeah. it was, It was just so cool. I just yeah. see it as so cool. You can go anywhere you want. Tomorrow, if we wanted to fly down to wherever Uruguay is, we could just sit there 
and be like, this is life hey, now. We don't have to be like, oh, I need a passport. You know, I got to, I got to follow customs laws and I can't bring, fuck you. I just want to go to Uruguay, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what? We're in Uruguay. Right. <laughs> and so we you came know? over here. We should respect the land that we found. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, I it's don't just, know. You know, something I learned too, going over to Hawaii, you know, um, oh yeah right i know they respect something. their land right oh they respect their land they respect their people they respect their traditions they yeah. uh, it is such a beautiful fucking place man i mean i met some cool people over there shout out to kanoi who is uh who's a guy who does parasailing Hell but yeah. he he's such a he had such a cool chill uh demeanor about him you know what i mean he was funny yeah. as shit the guy was funny as shit he was like well if you go down in the ocean hey, good luck i can't swim i'm like oh shit okay <laughs> I, uh, I can swim but he was hilarious man you know what i mean but the 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 luau um we went to a luau and the, oh my god they told us the story of a of how everybody came from and they talk about their cousins in tahiti and they talk about the relatives and how they it, and and the, their Samoa, pride. the Philippines, right. yes, they talk about such pride in their and their land and their people and yeah. and then then of course we got the mainlanders and this is I I understand why they dislike some mainland mainlanders got a bunch of drunk assholes showing up to your island and all of a sudden they're partying their asses off and then just leaving shit everywhere. Yep, the beaches, man, the beaches are beautiful. Why would we go and shit on their land? Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's the one thing that will piss a Hawaiian off is, is if you disrespect their land. Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? It's such a beautiful place. Yeah. You are the visitor. You pack something in, you pack something out. You bring right. some. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it is here. You go into our national force, you pack that shit in, you pack that shit right back out. Right. We as a people should remember when we go visit someplace, we're representing we're representing ourselves, representing our country, representing our own values. If we respect somebody that much, like we we respect Kanoi, we go to his right. you know, go to his island where he's at hanging out and he's doing his thing, and he sees me show up, and I'm an asshole. I he has every right to whoop my ass, and that's what'll piss them. They're, like yeah. a Hawaiian, one of my favorite Hawaiian sayings is, "If you love what I love, we can be more than friends. We're family." Mm-hmm. And I take I take that to heart, like, 100%, and dude. so I always show people that I care for my surroundings to let them know you care about it. I care about it. We can be friends. We're not enemies, you know. Right. Yeah. And I and I, and I still think that you know after visiting this beautiful island of Maui, you mm-hmm. know, I was on Maui and I saw all sorts of cool things. Yeah. I found myself just stopping. Oh shit, man! Somebody left a beer bottle there. Really? Are you serious? I picked it up, man. I don't care about the. I do care about the COVID. I'm I'm not I'm just saying I did I cared more about disrespecting that beautiful island right. than I did about some bullshit. I picked that up and I threw it right in the garbage can, which was right literally right there, five, ten feet away from where I was at. Yep. I'm like, seriously, how seriously, you know what I mean? And then so back to Kanoi, who, who this kid he dude, that's his job. His job was to literally strap you into a boat. Give you the give you the details on what's going to happen. Take pictures and put on a happy face day in day out. You know what I mean? Yep. Seeing hundreds, if not thousands, of people a week, a month, a year, uh, however long his deal is. You know what I mean? And right. the man goes back and he, he at the end of the day 
He takes his shoes off just like everybody else, and he relaxes, but he's relaxing on this beautiful island. I, and I right. think that the point of this story, my, me rambling, is don't disrespect your surroundings unless you're in a mosh pit. And even at the mosh pit, people still love each other, right? Hell yeah. And some, of the, some of the greatest friend acts of friendship are in a mosh pit when somebody 100%. falls. 100%. You know, like, like you see the mosh pit as this violence, but what I see is a group of people protecting each other. 100%. It's always been that way. Every yeah. show that I've ever been to, every metal show, every local show, there's a mosh pit. Guess what? Oh, you see somebody fall down. You see those guys scoop that person yeah. right back up. Right. Or even put them off to the side or right up into the circle, right into the mosh yeah. pit. I remember like people would be like, hey, that dude has rings and spikes on. He's he's bad news. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we would we would tell other people and they would get kicked out of the pit. Like if they were violent or, mm-hmm. you know, like you can dress to hurt people, man. And people do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. It's a shame. You know, the, it kind of uh, makes me wonder about what exactly happened at this Travis Scott, you know, the Astro World concert. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did do people not care at rap shows, hip hop shows? I mean, I'm a mm. hip hop fan myself. I know that my uh, my counterpart, Mr. Zach Pearson, who is in my band, I Five Senses, he is a huge hip hop head. You know what I mean? But I don't see that that change where we wouldn't stop and pick somebody up in the mosh pit or this big right. crowd of people. Right. You know, who's whose whose responsibility is it that these people got hurt? Was it was it in fact Travis Scott who was on stage? Kind of, because he was the boss. Yeah, you think that's so? what sucks. Like he could have hired better security and made them the fall guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he I, I don't know. I don't know who he hired, but I'll say that he didn't hire the right people and have the right management like he owned the venue he he hired the security he was on stage i don't blame him for being on stage too long like how am i supposed to know i got hundreds of lights facing my face i can't see the crowd i get that somebody says hey travis and you're like well okay you know yeah gotcha you know yeah so i don't blame him for that i just managerially i blame him yeah but at some point you got to blame the people the like people got to be basic people to people like you got to take care of each other, man. Yeah. This yeah. is re- self-regulating. Like you have, you constantly talk about, I mean, way back in the, in the episodes of, of Adam yeah. has a beard, we were talking about policing yourself as far right. as firearms. Why would you not police yourself as far as behavior? Right. You know, just, do you feel better about seeing a, a show after you trampled over somebody or would you feel better missing part of that show and helping somebody get off? I just think you would enjoy this the show more if you didn't kill someone to get to the stage. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it's like what at what point did you just walk over this person and go, Oh, there's Travis Scott? Like <laughs> did you right. not feel the body underneath you? Like, why would you not just stop everybody? You yeah. know, I would much rather get trampled myself protecting somebody that's yeah. getting trampled than I would like trample them and then get a free t shirt, you know. <laughs> Something like that, man. I but I, I a... like take pride in being a person like that, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know how people f- go on selfish. Selfish yeah. to me doesn't work. 
And I don't Listen. ask a lot for pe- from people. It's not like I'm like, well, I need people, so I'm not selfish. No, I could be selfish. I just don't want to be. Yeah, exactly, man. You take care of each other, man. Life is too short, bro. Life is too short. But what do Go. you think about it? I think that it's a fucked up mess. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, man. I think that Travis Scott needs to take care of take care of this. You know, so you get in front of this. I think he's already. I don't exactly know where we're standing at where, as far as like the news goes on this thing, but I just know that what I know from from the point of view of from Saturday that oh damn, that's a it's a big shit show. It's a huge shit show. And let's just see what happens. But I know this wouldn't happen at a metal show. I know this wouldn't happen at uh, any regular hip hop show. Usually the security, usually people take care of each other, man. I mean, and I think ultimately the responsibility falls on the people who attended this show. I mean, was it really worth seeing, you know, trampling over people to get to the stage and killing people? Was it worth it? I don't think so. I really don't think so, man. I just think that humanity was lost, honestly. Me too. You know? And isn't that a shame? And that's not Travis Scott's fault. No, it's really not. I mean, he's, he's as far as like artistry and, and hip hop and musicality, I mean, he's okay. He's good. He's doing his thing. Let him do his thing. I think so. I think I yeah. actually have one of his songs or two of his songs on a compilation. Yeah. I saw his, uh, his documentary, Astro World documentary, and I thought that was pretty fantastic. Oh. And I think wow. that's like, that's the thing that I like about, uh, about music is, you know, when they dive deep into, um, in their stories or talk yeah. about you know the biographies or like you know billy billy eilish put out that thing on disney oh i didn't see it i don't have disney though oh it's on, it, well it's on disney plus whatever and um she put out two dog the do- documentary um before the show and i can't fuck i can't remember the name of that show but whatever everybody in the world already knows the name of it <laughs> right so everybody knows <laughs> exactly so i watched both of them i watched the making of and then i watched nice. the actual concert and i think it was beautiful because you know it was just her and her band and then she had to cut an orchestra and then she had a core a, a choir um and her and her brother on stage and a drummer and it was amazing it was pretty goddamn amazing and i like the idea you know the astral world the travis scott story of him talking about getting to the show getting to the point where he was making music i like yeah. uh the making of records i made the making of sacrament from lamb of god which is one of my Ooh. favorite favorite cds by those guys is you know at this show the process and how they did you know recording music to their in- individual lives to so coming together to talk yeah. about you know disagreements to talk about you know, the, the progression of music um that's fantastic the motionless and white you know the making of uh the my disguise the, the last cd that I just just put out was phenomenal man because it showed a human side of musicians so uh, more human than anybody or musicians oh, are more human than anybody aren't they oh yeah i often get a lot of a lot of questions regarding um the interview i did with luke from pergola remember that yeah yeah and then i yeah. also did an interview with cassifer from amoris nice now, now amoris is pretty fucking heavy and pretty badass i mean just an amazing and they just got done playing hellfest with carnifex or uh what well, i don't know if i was hell's but hellfest but they played with carnifex they played with Oceano. adam warren has been singing on um on one of their songs so they're pretty big in utah but the conversation i had what people would drew people to him was the fact that when he got on the show with me 
he was humanized. Right. When he said so, he said something to the effect of like, you know, well, I like to garden. I like to sit and just kind of relax. People were like, no, he's supposed to be out murdering and killing and mayhem. And I'm like, is he though? You know, at what point does the line between musician and human blur? Right. I mean, you know what I mean? You have to be a human in order to become a musician. You have to be a human to feel in order yeah. to become a musician. You know what I mean? So we, for- we actually we actually gave Luke permission to be himself. Remember that? Yeah. Like that discussion wasn't just metal. It was like him explaining his emotional yeah. during it all and us finally telling him, you know, you you're the perfect version of you. Like you're the most amazing yep. Luke ever. Yeah, you know why do you diminish that? And it was a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, it was good, man. I was good yeah. making. I think that's what's so important about you know us doing our podcasts, you know, individually and together is the fact that we promote people as people. You know, mm-hmm. you know when I I always say you know this makes everybody mad too, and I think it's kind of funny um, when I tell everybody that when I say everybody love everybody, it's not because oh it's funny because Jackie Moon said it. Yeah, it it is funny. But it may it resonated in my fucked up head where right. I'm like, oh man, everybody love everybody. That's fucking hilarious. Oh damn. You know what? Everybody should love everybody. You know what? Mm-hmm. Everybody love everybody, motherfucker. <laughs> you should love you should love everyone's right to exist and live a life yes. of happiness. Like yes. if you don't like some like what I've been saying lately is think think more about you and less about me. Yeah. Like you don't need to have an opinion on my life and you don't need to get all anxious and angry and criticize me for the way I live. You can just go bake a pie or have sex with your partner and not even think about me. And you will have the best day. Like that guy that ran into that crowd. Imagine if he had just pulled over and went to Denny's, right? He could have had a great meal, calm down, relax, but we get so mad. We want to hurt people. But what we're getting mad about is how our, our opinions about other people yes. you know yeah I, I, I might not like the way adam lives every moment of his life but i respect his ability and right to do it you know yeah enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at bet mgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with bet mgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with bet mgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., as far as I'm concerned, you know, we're doing something that we think is right. Right. We're not harming anybody. We're not taking from anybody. We're not stealing. Uh-oh. We're not killing. What we're doing is we're living the best life that we can for ourselves. Right. And we think about others, but that's, I'm naturally mm. do that. I yeah. can't not do it. Like when you, 
I go on inspirations beyond disabilities and they're like, we don't want to talk about heavy politics. And I'm like, okay. And I realize how hard that is. It's just, <laughs> I'm not, I advocate for people in the moment. If yeah. somebody says, if somebody calls a them, a, a she, I'm like, oh no. So they, you know, and I try to explain it. Yeah. I'm like, I can't not do that. It's yeah. disrespect. Like it's disrespectful to Debbie even though the first time I met them, they were presented as a female, right? right? And I knew them as a she, and they were so nice because there's times where I'm like, she, I mean, they, she, and now I got it. Mm. Now I'm down to they, and it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did, I wasn't always so woke that I knew that Devi existed. And I think that's, that's an important thing. It's a two way street there, you know, Mm. for, for Devi to be like, Hey, you know, to be that, (laughs) exactly. I can fuck it. I was trying to think of the word to be that patient and understanding and being and and willing to teach people who actually want to listen to what they have to say is important, but it takes also the other person coming up that street who is Mm -hmm. willing to respect and love them for them. You know what I mean? And be like, okay, you know, I am going to make a very conscious effort to refer to they them because of because of who right. they are you know i mean sure yeah. sure we've known them as as a she before or it doesn't matter uh-huh. we are here matter. now and we have to respect those values and those opinions of what they are going through i you know want I mean? to or I what want to. or what or whatever they want yeah. yes we, we should want to we should we not should want, want to make to. we should not want to make their life more difficult right exactly exactly they they are going down this beautiful path yeah they've included us in that path yeah I right that. right yeah. <laughs> i love it i love being able to walk around the world and turn on my devi headset you know and be like how, how would devi see this yes oh, how would how would jeffrey see oh yes <laughs> that's what i'm saying so for us to be included in that in that yeah. fragment of her their story you know, right that is, to me that's amazing and so i would not change i would not change a damn thing all i would like to change is myself I'd like to change myself where I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm more conscious of this Mm -hmm. or, oh, damn, fuck. I slipped up. And I always, I always apologize to them too. I'm always like, damn, you know, I'm fucking sorry. I'm trying here. I'm really fucking trying. And, but at least I'm acknowledging it. I should stop apologizing. I should just correct myself, make that conscious effort to make that correction. And you will. And then one day. Yeah, I think I said it at the end of last week. I was like, oh, Debbie, she's everywhere in my head. And I was like sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> and i i kind of cut it out of the show because it was embarrassing to me but yeah you know i walked around and called everybody they like you know it didn't matter and that's how i figured it out like we can all be a they i'm a he i'm also a they right yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i called everybody they until it was natural but i have other friends they're like jason you're so woke and i'm like yeah but not to debbie Debbie, i'm still a caveman learning exactly i am still a caveman learning i'm very primitive like i like i always say to you man who when i come on to to your show it's like i'm my primitive thought process and i and i get and i think i gotta stop self-defeating you know i'm sorry Uh and this is scott scott drapo's mentality seeping into me right now because Mm -hmm. like it's only been a couple days but i gotta stop self-defeating but I got But I'm always thinking that my thoughts are more primitive than when I come on talk with you and and Jeffrey, 
who, mm-hmm. by the way, the two of you guys is a left brain, the right brain. Together, oh. you guys are a brain. And then here I am. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> stick. <laughs> like that's only you didn't know. You didn't know. How do I say it? You walked into a studio and you didn't know what genre of music they were playing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they and nobody told you what instrument you were going to be playing. Right. But if, if I tell you, hey, this black guy's been incarcerated for 43 years and they're going to put him to death. What do you think? They, they might, they think he might be innocent. That's easy for you. Yeah. Right. You mm-hmm. know, the human answer to that. You the don't need human. to pretend you don't need to pretend there's some high fluting theory mm-hmm. philosophy. That's my point. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Ted Cruz, Texas says, Texas should get out of the United States. How do you feel about that? Should we take over Texas and take it back? You know, it's like, easy once you think of a human level like yeah. there's people in texas suffering let's let's stop that yeah. <laughs> it's easier right <laughs> but that's my problem is like like certain we get stuck on a political argument but our lives aren't political at all so exactly. get rid of the political glasses take the political glasses off your face mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like stop donating to politicians left and right stop putting their words before ours stop letting them tell you what to think and start telling them what to do. That's what I say. And that's not political at all. That's everyone. Fucking politicians pay attention to me, you know? Exactly. But you're working for us, man. (laughs) Fuck. That's right. Come and talk to us. Yeah. What, what point did you forget that we exist? Oh, because, because we're not paying for you. You motherfuckers. That's right. That's right. This is the month of uplifting and you motherfuckers are not uplifting (laughs) us. Yeah. <laughs> the worst the thing that bugs me most is when i hear like politicians or political people that think they're like higher in the media they're always like well we wish we knew what regular people thought but oh we're too scared to sit and talk to them you know what i mean it's like, it's like we're right here public access america live streaming noon eastern 9 a.m pacific come on you know? come on pay your fucking attention hello? yeah hell yeah hey so i i'd like to give get your opinion on well I'd like to present something to you, Jason. I love you too. I do love you, brother. <laughs> I want you to know that for a fact that you know my I, name is Tan. My new name is Tandai. Tishai Tandai. Tisha Tandai. Tishai Tandai. Tishai Tandai. Perfect. Perfect. Dude, I'd like to present something to you too. That uh, I'd like to do this on occasion. And we're going to do this live because we always do this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been waiting for this moment all fucking month. Now, I'd like to present to you the return of Big Spoon's Corner with Big Spoon himself. Big Spoon. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Big Spoon's Corner is now live, sponsored to you by the Spider Killer. You got spiders? He's the killer. Spider Hunter. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Shit. Big Spoon, how are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I just got done getting my back zapped at physical therapy. Oh, did you get your back zapped by, like, you mean you got tased, like a cop on cop tasing? No, 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 no. Oh, oh. <laughs> don't, don't be spreading rumors because you'll go and tell people I just got the shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Big spoon, what do you what you know, this is you know, this is a uh, a moment where we get uh, we allow Big Spoon to give us share philosophies and moments and seconds 
and life into what we like to call our, our normal routine. So why don't you give us a, uh, a big spoon moment or a inspirational quote? Um, oh, boy. Uh, oh, here's one. I'm trying to think how to word it, but if you make all your internet passwords your safe word, you will never forget them. <laughs> Jason, what do you think about that one? It's good, huh? Blame yeah, I mean, I was just like, if you're this, like, chunky peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to introduce chunky peanut butter into a sexual component. <laughs> but, uh, but Jason says that he doesn't want... What, you don't really want to introduce a uh, chunky peanut butter into a sexual component, do you? I don't know. <laughs> Unless it's a big dog, then, well... Yeah. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Well, hey, man. Um, yeah. Uh, and then my other advice, in real life, I just did this. When you're trying to get out of a parking lot onto a busy road, just make the fucking right turn. Go make a left turn into another lot and then get on your way. I've seen too many people wreck their fucking cars getting waved through by grandma who's not paying attention. <laughs> And then you get fucking hit in the driver's side or a passenger side door by somebody driving along, minding their own goddamn business. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I was busy. You don't get to turn left. Oh, shit. All right. Well, you know what? There it is. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to society. Learn well, to make All right. <laughs> Big Spoon, much love, my dude. I will talk with you later. All right. <laughs> later, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, great advice from Big Spoon. I always call Big Spoon because, you know, like I said, it is the month of uplifting. For that guy, it is, you know, I've known him for, how old is my kid? Holy shit, I've known him for almost 22 years. So, Jeez. yeah. So When he said zap, is that the new COVID shot, the booster? No, the zap is uh, <laughs> <laughs> the shocker. <laughs> so he's uh, COVID, now with shocking capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Satan. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get chipped, too. <laughs> get the new COVID vaccine now with 666 in the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Big Spoon's going through uh, physical therapy. Uh, he's taking mm. care of some things. He's on the duty, on, on duty uh, injuries. Um, when I say I support the blue, I support the blue because he is... He is a blue. You know what I mean? He yeah, is right. He's one of the good ones. He's uh, he's trying to train people um, the human side of being a police officer, you know? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you can't you can't see what you see as a police officer and always remain as human as you first were, you know? Right. And that's what he's going through. And he, you know, he's yeah. sometimes he, he'll come over. He'll sit. Won't say, but, you know, but a couple words. And then sometimes they come over and he'll. Talk up a storm. But you know what? The yeah. fact is that he opened the door. He walked through it, sat down, is perfect enough for me because I know what he's gone through and he doesn't have to talk about it. If he doesn't want to talk, right. he doesn't have to talk. All he knows is that he can come to my house and have a safe place where he is not judged, where he can just come and hang out for however the hell he long he wants to hang out. That's And, and I think that's an important thing. I think people don't really understand it. That, that police officers, deputies, man, they go through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? 
They do. Sometimes just starting a conversation means shutting up and letting one start. You know? Yeah, 100%. And people got to realize that there doesn't always have to be a point. Right. Sometimes you can just listen. Yeah, sometimes you can just listen. Or, you know what? Just sit yeah. there and watch a TV. Or, you know what? He yeah. wants to come over and hang out and not say anything. That's fine. That's right. I have friends that do that. I tell them, if you're if you're in a shitty situation, you're in a bad mood, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling alone, just come over. You can mm-hmm. you can go in my bedroom, lock the door, watch Netflix if you want. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's a safe spot, and I I think everyone needs that. But I I can't help but think like when you say back the blue, I back the blue. I back good and bad blue. I just think that the bad blue needs more influences of humanity around them because they're losing some of it. Yep. And we like you went in the first episode communication. I think there needs to be more downtime communication between officers and community. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Like we should be inviting them over to our barbecues, right? We should be, you know, like I, yeah, I, maybe it's because I grew up in eighties movies, but if you make your enemy, your friend and bring them around your group, a lot of times they, they'll start empathizing with you. They won't hate you as much. Yep. You know? Yep. 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 That's what I, I don't think there's bad people. I think there's people that have gone through bad shit and they're processed. They're in forms of processing it. And those people need someone to talk to. So I'm really glad that your your friend has someone to talk to. 100%, man. And I think I'm very proud of that, too. You know what I mean? I'm very proud that, yeah. that he's able to come over and talk to me, man. I mean, the, shit, he used to sleep on my couch. You know what I mean? Yeah. We used to we used to go get lit up, <laughs> lit, and, and yeah. go do shit. You know what I mean? Play shows, go, go just go drinking, go whatever. It doesn't matter. But now, you know, we're, we are who we are. We're older and well, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. And this is like, it's, it's a friendship. It's, it's a, 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 a very, very good friendship for me because I believe in him. You know what I mean? I believe in what he yeah. does and I believe who he is because he's not changed. That's the one thing about him that he, he's changed, but he's, uh-huh. but he's not changed as far as like how big his heart is. Right. It's just the walls that he surrounded himself with right. are harder to, to translate yep. to him. And not very yeah. many, not very many of us have that key to that to, to the hey man, I'm coming in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm one I of the lucky a, ones. I had a friend that, you know, said I'm really easy to get to know. And I said, No, you're a series of walls with mazes in between. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to know how to na- navigate you on any given day. Right. Like you're not honest and open. You're guarded and you try to manipulate me to move left or right in your maze, but I never know for myself where it, yep. what move to make, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people build that stuff up, you know. Yeah, it, me, me too. Me too, by the way. <laughs> 100%, man. I mean, sometimes like we don't know the path that these people have taken. And all right. we can do is sit back and say, hey, I love you for who you are. Yeah. You be you. I'm here if you need me when you need me. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's up, and that's up to us to say that. And I don't think that we should push. We don't push. We just let it. We just let it flow. I just want to know what you know. I have this theory, and I don't watch the show Walking Dead, but I get the premise of it. And my theory is there's good people, Mm -hmm. and they're in these camps, like you and I and Jeffrey and Debbie, and we build these camps. Mm -hmm. But we all do have to go out and forage. Mm -hmm. And when we go out and forage, we encounter things Mm -hmm. like bad people, zombies. And and then we come back and we're changed. But that, that feeds into the group. 
not just one person. And so, yeah, I like, that's what I always think is I'm jumping from camp to camp. When I meet people, it's like, is your camp great? Or are you a zombie? And sometimes people just turn into assholes. Like (sighs) you didn't know they would change like that, you know? Yeah. And that's why I've learned to see change as an end for a new beginning, because I don't ever want to judge somebody. Even if you're being an asshole to me, if I haven't done anything about that, then I don't take it like, oh, I did something. I think somebody did something to you and now you need to go work it out. Mm-hmm. I'll be here for you when you get back. But I used to take that personally. Yeah. Like when somebody was mad, I thought it was me that they were mad at and I would make them madder by trying to fix it mm-hmm. when it wasn't me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's that whole communication breakdown, brother. It's yeah. You know? The more you communicate, the more, you know, the more, you know, the better you feel yep. and, the, and the longer relationships you have, the less like on hands communication, you know, like, what do you want to go here? Do you want to go left? Are you going to go left? I'm going to go right. I'm, you don't have to do that with like, Adam and a Jason, you know, mm-hmm. like friends you've had for a while. So. Yeah, you just kind of just, just go with the flow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love but you for, all... for what your journey. I love you for your journey, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah. you're going. I'm going down this path real quick. And then if our paths cross again, hey, guess what? Mm. I'm still here. Hi. I love you still. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I love you. I love you for your journey and don't judge you for your flaws. Exactly. There's no, yeah. there's no way to live. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Struggle creates scars and those scars are beautiful to me because those are the differences. Like we're all, we're all a black painting, but it's those little etchings that make us colorful. And I like, I like damaged people because of that. Like if you've had a life of privilege and entitlement, I don't understand you. I really just don't. And I want to, but I can't, I can't think to myself that your biggest issue is to replacing your dining room table or (laughs) building an extension on your giant house, like to me or buying a new car to me, that stuff doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. Not at all, man. I mean, I want to know what happened that that made you shift into this, you know, this guarded person. What was that? What was that trauma? Cause it was a trauma, you know, your face wears it. You can see it, you know, or what, uh, what, what's going on with your job that you they were so bad, you know, or, or what is going on with your new promotion or what's going on with your practice or what's going on with, with, with I felt that too. You you know, I felt that anger too. You know, do you need a hand? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a computer. Sometimes it goes into processing and you get that little ring. That's Mm. people. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to somebody while that little ring is going, you're going to get answers that are just weird Yeah, because they're not, you know, but once they're done processing, they might come out of it and be like, so this is what I think now. And you can be like, cool. You're, you're running again. All right. Yeah. Let's use this. <laughs> <laughs> let's figure this out together. You know, let's go on this journey. Like even assholes. I've known like when I was a kid or in my twenties, you'd go to a party and there'd always be that asshole. Right. And I always wanted to go over there and like talk to him longer because you think he's an asshole. Cause you give him 30 seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you give him an hour, a lot of times you find out why he is the way he is. And you're like, so you're not doing it to be an asshole. You're just doing it because you, it's fun for you, you know, nah. like, or sometimes you realize someone's an asshole, but yeah. how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you think Ahmad Arbery is an asshole before you talk to him? Right. Why, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's a, it was a general thing, but why would you think he's a criminal before, before you know, actually uh, talking to him? Yeah. Right. Right. Like, how are, who are you to judge somebody? That your right. life is so perfect that you can make that judgment 
be the judge, yeah. jury, and the executioner. Right. Not even police or executioners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it goes back to what I said. Either the situation was so dangerous that you needed to call the authorities or it wasn't so dangerous that you needed your gun. Right. If you had your gun, you intended to hurt somebody. And if right. somebody was this guy, that sucks. Nah. So. <laughs> yeah, real bad, man. It's all bad. Yeah. I think we I just need Je- to. I told, Je- I told Jeffrey, by the way, like he's like talking about the racist attorney. And I was like, but you have to understand that's Georgia. That's not racist. That's normal white guy. That's <laughs> normal. That's their that's, normal. You that's know? their normal white. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know what it's going to take for the country to shift back into awareness I, I have no idea i i mean the last time i saw that, like a unified country like a solidly unified country was 9 11 9 yeah. excuse me 9 12 the day right. after 9 11 you know because we were all suffering yeah. that initial shock but then all of a sudden that 9 12 hit and it was a unified america a unified yeah. everybody was together and i do would be hard pressed to find anybody who was against the united states at that point you know, oh, what, yeah. whether it be, you know, at the local level or the national level, there was a sense of pride. There was a sense of unity. There was a sense of, oh, you fucked with the wrong country. Public access America. It's always funny because, like, you know, especially because as you know, libertarians, we get a ton of shit, even amongst other libertarians. I think political philosophy is a lot like religion and where there's moments you have to go on faith and trust what somebody else is saying. The main the main focus is it's like less dependence on the government because well we've seen how that's gone and you don't have to do that if you think about it in a human way you know more dependence on connections with each other you can always bring it back to what would one human do for another what would a hundred do for a hundred people looking out for people find public access america anywhere you find your favorite podcast every sunday and thursday and join the chat on youtube at public access america every sunday noon eastern 9 a.m pacific communities looking out for community public access america history in the making, making history in the making, in the making, in the making. You know, right. and, now, right. and now we're back to looks like we've forgotten what it was to be unified. You know what I mean? That's we're all a problem. We're all divided. And I and uh, my my buddy, my big brother Tommy Randall said that you know we're letting these politicians, these these political parties, and I think you've said it as well. They're letting us be divided by their statements and the media. Yep. And the media yeah. who, who's bought by, you know, we, we know who oh, they're yeah. all being paid for by, you know, right. It's, and it, it, it's a shame and we're never going to find a common ground where we're going to be find that uni- unification again, unless there's something traumatic, which I do not want to see any kind of traumatic on American soil again. No, I don't think we can handle it as a nation. No, but we're we're not talking about the same things, no. honestly. And like, I try to remain independent because I don't want people to see that I am this radical progressive that wants to end the southern border right. and protect people. But Democrats are are they're doing things to help people, mm. and while they're not talking to people and they're leaving certain people out and they're not doing enough for the people that need more right but they're doing stuff republicans are talking about things like the definition of what a man is or 
they're not having the same fight right like republicans are like you're taking you're taking are white away and the democrats are like people just they're dying like we need to stop this you know? yeah. and mm -hmm. like i'm not trying to make a hero out of the democratic party but the infrastructure the bill for bridges and roads and broadband and new electricity lines and getting rid of lead pipes they spent months on that and all the republicans that every democrat hates worked on that Mm -hmm. Matt Gates, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, Paul Gozar, they all worked on it and made sure that their constituents' bridges were in there. The problem is once they got all that together, Republicans said, fuck you, we don't support it. <laughs> now, do you... Oh, it's bullshit right right because they obviously fought for months to put that stuff in but they don't want to take credit for it but then they're going to take credit for it right. it's this weird thing like you're just being difficult to be difficult we all wanted the same thing behind the scenes right republicans and democrats worked together and made this bill together and you know like and then they're like so the, it's bullshit it's nah. bullshit but republicans aren't like the, you're their base isn't talking about a new bridge right. like i literally heard a guy go joe biden you voted for infrastructure that's a that's garbage but i want a new road like fill my potholes like at the same time complaining that you know he doesn't have broadband but then blaming democrats for spending too much on giving him broadband <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like i don't want to like I told Jeffrey, Joe Biden is very purple. He's not red. He's not blue. And it sucks for everybody to admit, but it's good for everybody. Mm. Like, stop thinking about it as politics because politics is, is the movie version of the actual events. Right. And the actual events are what matter. And they're tricking you into thinking that something is important when it isn't. You care about gas prices, then you should want an electric car. Joe Biden's going to give you $15,000 to get a new electric car. Mm -hmm. I think I spend too much on Medicare in in um, just spending too much on health, right? I spent $12,000 one year. Um, this bill caps it at $3,000. Oh, wow. I'll never, I'll never spend more than $3,000 on my health care again. That's awesome. It's going to yeah. take care of people and keep them in homes mm -hmm. instead of putting them in nursing homes. It's, it does a lot of good and it sucks that Democrats are the ones that did it. And I wish Republicans were a part of it so that they could have need, got the cost down like Republicans do, but they didn't want to do that. And that's what sucks. Yeah. That's what sucks, man. Too much. I'm sorry. Too many career politicians and making millions. Yeah. yeah. Millions while the rest of us are making pennies. Right. I mean, and then these bills that you're talking about, man, they should have been unified. They should be working mm -hmm. together. Well, I don't understand why they're not. Because but they were. That's the th they were in real life. They were, but for movie drama, yeah. half of the people said no, so they could have an exciting moment, you know. But that's not what happened in real mm. life. In real life, they all sat down and said, "Can Pensacola have a new highway here?" Yes, Matt, you can have that, even though you're under indictment for sleeping with an underage girl across state lines. Yeah, we'll dick. give you that. <laughs> and then he came out and he was like, "I'm voting no. I don't want Pensacola to have a highway, even though I slept with underage women oh. <laughs> crossing the state borders." But oh, he's still going to get his highway. That's the point. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's just bullshit. It's just bullshit. And it sucks that Democrats are the ones doing the work. 
but it's always easy to easy to be better than the worst guy. Right. That's what Democrats are doing. They're being better than the worst guy. And that's, and guess what? They, they gave money for 86 homes for the homeless. Like that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't want any more homeless if we're spending $3 trillion, please. Like, (laughs) no doubt, man. And that's not fixed. That's not fixed. So that sucks. And they couldn't get fixed because Republicans weren't a part of the process. Oh my God. That's just ridiculous. Because Democrats don't talk to Adam and Jason or Jeffrey or Devi or Kai. They talk to other Democrats, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Is this great? Well, that's great. I think that's great. You know, people will like it maybe. Yeah. Should we should we ask them? No, let's not ask them. Let's not ask them. Let's just let's just pass it and see what they say. Let's just get the let's just give them let's just give them child care. What? Yeah. Child care is mine. Just take less of my money so I can afford it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stop taking so much of my money that I can't afford childcare to give me some money back so I can spend it on (laughs) childcare. Come on, it's already expensive enough. Right. You elitist douches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man. People, I'm, we just need I'm to sorry. just don't be sorry, brother, because either, I think what we need to understand and you know, taking that uh, taken from that is we need to understand that we need to have a voice, we need to have a say, we need to Heck we yeah. need to be more aware, you know what Heck I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but people think that whole thing was political, but it isn't. It's human. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a human thing. Like talk to humans, be about humans. Don't be about Mr. Potato Head. Who gives a fuck about Mr. Potato Head? <laughs> people are dying. 1400 people a day are dying. Do you understand this month more people died this month than this time last month or this time last year? Oh, this shit. month last year. Wow. 400 more people died. And you know what? Guess what? Those aren't Democrats. No. They're no, humans. They're not independents. They're the Republicans that have been told that they shouldn't get the vaccine because it has some luminescent Satan virus in it. And guess what? The virus is doing me just fine because there is no real heaven. There is no real hell. There mm-hmm. is no real Satan. Mm-hmm. So there is no no luminescent virus that can <laughs> turn you to it. <laughs> just do your part, man. Don't you? Do- right. But more, more importantly, make your own decisions. Make, make your, your own, own decisions, but do the work. If you yeah. make, if you do the work and make your own decisions, you're your best informed choice for yourself right. and for right. your family. Guess what? You'll be just fine. Here, in fact, I'll I'll start it. There's salt, sugar, vegetable oil, and inert COVID spikes in a vaccine. Those are the ingredients. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Show me anything that shows that there's anything more in it than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand that people can be allergic to those ingredients, Aaron Rodgers. You know, <laughs> like you're still a douchebag, and I'll always consider you a douchebag. The first day I saw you play, I thought you were a douchebag. I love yep. Brett Favre. You suck. Fuck yep. off. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Brett so, Favre. But yeah, sorry, yeah. Packers organization. But uh, Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, a prove, bitch. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that there's more than that in the in it. And then prove to me that there isn't worse ingredients in an apple. Right. Like eating an apple has more of a chance of killing you than the COVID vaccine. If you are not 
allergic to it. <laughs> <laughs> and some people are, but 7 billion people, guess what? I mean, 700,000, that's a low number. 7 million, still a low number, but you want to know. You don't want to die over it. You yeah, know? exactly. Just be informed. People just... We talked to Dan. We talked to Dan, yeah. and so it's important that I tell people that. Absolutely, man. Dan's... How's Dan doing, by the way? I mean... He's good. He's going to him. be joining us after the 6th. December 6th, he's going to start coming back. He's like a superhero. He joined the National Guard. Do you know he was one of the people that actually stood in front of the Capitol after the uh, after the insurrection, after the polite and quiet protest? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to call it that doesn't offend people. Right. Yeah, I'm just going to feel like, you know, my insurrection. I don't know if it was it a coup. These seem like words that just. (laughs) people throw around it was bad somebody went into the capitol and shit on the floor fuck you for doing that that is and anything you did was anything worse that you did in there than shitting on the floor fuck you because it was worse than shitting on the floor man but if you just walked in or you just stand in there i respect your right to protest yes because out of five thousand people what 700 to a thousand actually did the bad stuff but four thousand people stood there and protested as they intended so i'm not conf- i'm not saying it wasn't saying all bad all the same person they're not all the same person right it wasn't all bad but it wasn't all good it wasn't very good no. it wasn't very good one day i uh my friends went into my neighbor's house and it was abandoned so they started ripping out pipes and carpet and breaking windows and i stood there at the doorway going guys guys you're going to get in trouble, guys. And I was so loud, my mom heard me and called the cops. Guess what? I got arrested too. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. I was on the property. I was in the doorway. Yeah. Even though I was telling them to stop, that what didn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah, if you see something, say something, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that sometimes that you're saying something, it requires you to do something, requires you to to sit through, you know, hours of interrogation or whatever, but you know what? It's the right thing to do. I mean, as long as you just, it's better than not, you know, you see something, say something, either the situation's too dangerous and you call back up in the form of law enforcement, or it's not a situation at all. And you don't need to address it at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We keep running into fires and crying that we keep getting burned. Ah, no, and that's such a shame too, man. I mean, yeah. if it's not yeah. one situation, it's another, it's another and it just keeps going and it's going. It's like, what when is this going to stop? What are people going to be like, oh, yeah. you know what? Maybe it's time for me to go home and you know, yeah. think about myself and my family and you know, I don't you know. know. Well, the weird thing is is like there was an American idol uh sanjaya yeah and he was so bad that people thought it would be a funny joke if he won the show right yeah and they voted and he was like second or third before he literally got kicked off but he almost turned american idol into a joke mm-hmm. and we did that with donald trump like wouldn't it be funny if we burned the system down <laughs> and it worked <laughs> <laughs> It's not funny. We shouldn't do that again. We live here. Like, if you want to destabilize other countries, go to it, but not here. (laughs) Let's keep America just America. Let's fuck with other countries. Right. Get back to fucking with somebody else. (laughs) Not not ourselves. Come on. 
God, we, all my all my cool stuff is here. <laughs> yes, that's no, my family's here. You know, my right. homies, my, my buddies, and my Vietnam Memorial, my Washington Monument, yeah. my fucking White House. That's my White House. You know yeah, what I mean? Dude, dude, I don't so, want nobody shitting in it. Are you serious? Right, you fucking animals. <laughs> <laughs> You know how fucking pissed off or how stupid you got to be to be like, you know what? I'm going to shit on that right. one place in the in, in the country, right? That is like the most respected spot in the world. You can, you know what kind of hey, that's a spite shit, shit? That's a spite right? shit. <laughs> like, remember um, April 29th, 1992. I sure as shit do. The L.A. riots. Right. Mm-hmm. But do you remember how I just watched a fucking documentary i love documentaries and i watched one on that do you understand how we we thought black people were idiots for burning their own stuff right right Mm -hmm. and then we go and you you go and burn our stuff like that's that's our stuff and you just shit on it and broke it yeah like man that's our stuff that's like, our stuff that we, is we, no it's so big we had to put it out in public but it's still ours like you know we all we all got our money all americans got together and we were like we really want a monument of abraham lincoln like he's so cool yeah right we want a monument adam can you pitch in and we're gonna get one and we did but it's so big we couldn't put it in our houses we couldn't share it mm-hmm. right so we just put it there but it's ours like don't shit on this stuff man yeah. It's like, come on, man. We paid for it. Wow. That's my nice stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, dude. You know, I don't know. That shit was just disgusting. The whole act, the whole yeah. thing. The, the, Some it, of it. Yeah. I mean, the people standing, like, that's the problem with the argument. Oh, that January 6th was bad, but there was good people there. Yeah. But it was bad, but yeah. there was good people. There was good people there, but bad things happened. And right. I can say that, you know? Yes. Not everybody was good. And we need to, you know, stop pointing at what you want to point at. Like, look at the whole picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's like reading one chapter of the book and saying, I don't like Harry Potter, you know? Yeah. I saw a half hour of, uh, I don't know the kidney stones or whatever, <laughs> whatever, you know. And I don't like it because I don't like Harry Potter. I think it's cheesy and campy, but whatever. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, I'm, thank you. I'm I'm towards the end of my show, Adam. I love you. Do you have any final thoughts or recommendations? You know what? My final thoughts is, man, it's the same as I have every other when I end my podcast, and it's this: everybody love everybody, man. We're all on different journeys. We're all on different paths. You know what? How about this? A friendly smile. Buy a stranger a fucking coffee, dude. Uh, a wave. You know, let somebody cross the street in front of you. You know, yeah. slow down. Smell the fucking mm. roses, dude. Fucking everybody love everybody, dude. I like that. I just ignore a transgender person. You don't need to attack them or even think about them, right? Like, let that black jogger be. It's like not going to affect you if he just goes by. Even if he did just commit a crime, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not yours to fix. Yep. You're just a viewer. You're not a participant in everything going on. So let people cross the border. They're coming here to work. Give them yep. water. Give them help. Give them assistance because they matter. Yep. The strongest try, the bravest try and the strongest succeed. So mm-hmm. uh, don't be the end of somebody's journey like that. And respect disabled people because we're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Right on, brother. 
that's it that's all i have that's all i got too hey you know what nice. thanks thanks for 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 everybody listening thank you for uh for to, to jason and public access america which like i said is our parent company you know no matter how how we grow we may grow different uh, different branches we're in the same tree the same root oh. which is public access america jason my brother man thank you so much Thank you for, for being here. Thank you for coming onto the show. Let's get into the habit of networking, getting a rotational as a host because I can't find one to save my ass. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will work on that then. That's not a problem. Work Hosts don't last forever. I got really lucky with Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. I'll say that recording right now. And I just told him in the last episode, and I told him all the time. It's just I got really lucky with Jeffrey. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. I was yeah. real lucky with Sean, man, Sean. And then Sean moved to a different time zone and it changed it all, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm gotcha. a little, really happy. He's doing well. And I, I no means am I shitting on Sean. What I am saying is I'm very proud of him. I'm very lucky to have had the time I did. And I yes. get it. I get exactly what you're saying there, Jason. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I just, I always feel when I'm on your show that I am a liberal bias that your fans don't like. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm, but I'm not. But I, not. I can see why you think I would be, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not conservative either. Like, I don't want a southern border right, but I also believe you deserve all the gun rights you deserve. Just regulate yourself. Don't let the government do it. And, right. You know, I believe in a lot of conservative theories just from a liberal perspective. Because <laughs> you can give everybody everything and dignity, and not lose out yourself right and anybody that tells you anything different is lying to you for your vote and that means for your money and that means you're poor they're rich yep. they do what they want and you don't so that's my issue <laughs> but i do i always feel like your your listeners are like you made me think something else i hate that episode <laughs> <laughs> which uh, that's what i keep pushing it's like think, yeah. think outside the box right but liberals message me and they're like i fucking hate that you did that what we don't need a border. Now that's all I think about is what would life be without a border? Yeah, I know. Me too now. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, shit. Fuck, yeah. All, all right. right. All right, brother. I love you, man. Love you too. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth but from the enduring power of our ideals democracy liberty opportunity and unyielding hope let me tell you something you already know the world ain't all sunshine and rainbow it's a very mean and nasty place and i don't care how tough you are it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it you
public, to public access, access America. America. Yes, we can. Sunday live streams Sunday on live YouTube. Streams. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. On Twitter. Twitter. Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Stitcher, Smart, Stitcher Radio, Smart Radio, Radio, Radio Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access Public America. Access history in the making. Making history in the making. All your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.